Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Peachy Talk podcast. This is episode 109 and today I'll talk about some advice for writing a paper in terms of timing. So this episode first centers around the idea of how long it takes to write a paper and secondly it looks at what you can do if you have a very tight deadline for writing a paper. So let's start with the first one. What if you want to plan your time for writing a paper? Now your mileage varies and there is a standard method of writing a journal article in 12 weeks that is typically thought in some courses. Um, when people ask me how much time it takes me to write a paper, it really varies. On average, from tracking my time, I know that the writing itself takes me around 40 hours, spaced out over two or three weeks. And nowadays, as I have less time to work on this, it will be spaced out over roughly a month, usually. But that is, of course, when I have all the research ready. And since my research typically requires as well a report to submit to the funding body, I typically also have such a report and material to pull from there. So what I have been tracking in the past is really related to the writing. Now, if we look at this in more detail, say we're looking at a situation in which you have the result, the idea of an outline and some sort of rough draft, then you already have a splendid beginning. With that, you can actually pull together the paper quite quickly if you've done, of course, all the research already. Um, so I'll get to that in just a moment when I talk about how to write or how to pull together paper when you're in a pinch. Of course, you wouldn't want to really rush through the writing of a journal paper. So that makes sometimes scheduling time for writing a journal paper so tricky. You can pull it off to write a conference paper in two days and submit it right at the deadline. But if you would want to do something similar for a journal paper, well, there's two problems that arise. First of all, the quality will not be very high if you pull something together in two days. And secondly, you, you don't have a deadline for journal papers typically, unless you're submitting to a special issue or something else that has a deadline geared towards the expected publication date. But in most cases, you don't have a deadline. So trying to cram together work towards the deadline is not going to work for your journal articles. And that's a challenge for many academics to space themselves so that they can be working on their journal articles without having that urgency of a deadline. Now say that you have a rough draft, you have material ready, but you are not fully ready for, for publishing the material. In that case, you, you will need time to fine tune the material to strengthen your argument, to put everything together so that's really a solid paper. Typically, if you have a dissertation that you've written, then you've already solidified those ideas. But still, to put, pull everything together in one coherent paper that centers around one main 
research problem or around one main research question can be challenging. So when I talk about those 40 hours for putting a paper together, that's really related to making a story out of material that is available. And sometimes that also includes time to make new plots or new drawings so that it either supports the storyline that I'm telling or that it fulfills the requirements for plots and graphs according to the journal. Now I have I have to comment here that you may think of oh, 40 hours, that's a work week, so I can just block up one week and write the paper that I need to write. But in most cases, that's not going to happen. You won't have 40 hours to dedicate to a single task. You still need to be helping out students, replying emails, running a little calculation for your supervisor if you're a PhD candidate. It's not possible to fit those 40 hours in a single work week. So that's why I already said at the beginning, it would be 40 hours subdivided over or smeared out over two to three weeks. With the tasks that I have currently, it's closer to somewhere between four and six weeks. Um, I think for a graduate student, between two and three weeks seems to be reasonable. For me, it's drawing figures that takes quite a lot of my time. So when I need to provide a lot of new plots and drawings for a journal article, certainly that will be taking a fair amount of time for me, but it may be that you are faster with that. And then the other thing that I wanted to comment here is that this may be the time it takes to write the paper for submission, but then, of course, you will receive comments of the reviewers and say that they require major revisions. Even if they don't require you to go back to the lab, which would be a whole different story, it still takes about as much time to implement the comments from the reviewers as it takes to write the first version of the paper if you have solid, long reviews with quite a number of comments that you need to address and additional calculations that you may need to, to carry out and changes that you need to make to your figures. And then when it comes to being able to divide your, your time and to pace yourself over various weeks when you're working on a journal article, it can be hard to fork out the time to work on something consistently over a number of weeks. So there's a number of things that you can do. The first is, of course, to plan your time very well. Say that you want to spend or spend two weeks in writing. That would be half days that you dedicate to writing of your paper. So with that in mind, think of what you can accomplish in half a day of writing. So make a planning of what you want to accomplish for those various days. So for example, you want to accomplish in the first day, the writing of say your method section, if you have that already very well defined. You may need two four hour blocks to write a good discussion. So think about how you are going to precisely spend your time in each of the time slots that you have available for working on this. 
And of course, putting a block of four hours on your schedule to work on a paper can lead to some procrastination. So perhaps you really want to split it up into shorter chunks of time and to have your tasks very well defined. So you may say, well, in the first 90 minutes, I want to achieve this. And I want to, for example, write this many words or work on this particular, finalize this particular section, edit this part of the paper. And perhaps I want to make this particular drawing. And then you take a little break and then you go back to a new time slot in which you have very well-defined tasks as well. And in some cases, if you really struggle with concentration for your writing, you may want to try out the Pomodoro technique where you set a timer for 25 minutes and stay on task. And then you take a five minute break. Some of the things that you may as well do is look at the, one of those uh, YouTube videos of study with me and take the accountability of the virtual person that you're working together with. Now that for the first part of seeing how much time it can take to write a paper when you have all the material ready. And well, secondly, I also focus on how you can remain concentrated and on task when you have various weeks to work on the writing of the paper. Now, what if you are in a pinch? And that really often happens for conference papers. What if you need to pull it off and write that, that conference paper in two days? Well, it can happen. It's not ideal. Ideally, you have much more time to work on your, on your conference paper. But if you are running close to the deadline and now you really need to clear your schedule of everything else and get that paper done, there is a method that I have to pull this off. Again, it's not ideal because you will do much better work when you space yourself. And of course, you, it's much better if you are a graduate student that you also can get feedback from your supervisors. But here are the steps that you can use when you really need to write a paper in a short amount of time. The first one is to develop a master plan. So pick up pencil, pencil and paper and answer a number of questions for yourself. First of all, what's your target audience? Are you going to go to a, a conference where there's practitioners? Is it more a research-oriented conference? If so, which branch of research? So what are the topics that you want to highlight in your conference papers? What you can do is to look at examples of proceedings of this conference from the past year, or perhaps a paper from the journal of the professional association of the conference that you're going to, where you might get some ideas on topics that are relevant for the conference. Second question for yourself to answer is what is my key message? So around which argument or idea do I want to structure my paper? It has to be related as well to the target audience. And then the third question to answer is how am I going to structure my argument? Now you can use the uh, IMRAT approach. You can look at experiments, results, analysis, discussions, and conclusions. Or you can look at more a mathematical proof where you have a statement, proof of the statements, the QED at the end, and then discussion and conclusions. And lastly, look at what you have, which material is ready, and what do you still need to prepare. Don't make that part too detailed. It's just important to know which parts of the research you have 
and that you can use and which part you have written out somewhere else from which you can fill up very quickly. Now, the second step in my uh, quick approach is to get back to your computer and take your master plan as a starting point. Now, typically you will have a format, a template that is provided by the organizer or the, the printers and start writing everything in that template. So it gives you as well an idea of the overall length of the article. So if you have eight pages maximum for the article, you know that you actually only have to make six pages of text and figures because the first page typically is taken up by the title, abstract, and all of that. And the last page typically is taken up by the references. Now, once we have our template open, let's look at the structure. Start by writing out the headings of the paper. Again, you can follow IMRAP, so introduction, methods, results, analysis, discussion, and uh, summary and conclusions. And typically you want to maybe have as well a literature review or something similar after the introduction. Depending on how I'm planning to structure the argument, I'm going to put these headings in the paper and see if we want to add some subheadings in there as well. Perhaps at times you may want to start with more subheadings so you have a better idea of the flow of the structure of the paper. And then if you see that you only have short paragraphs for the subheadings, you can remove the subheadings and have just a, a, a section under a heading where each paragraph flows from the other to the next topic. Now, once we have the structure in there, it's time for filling up. You can copy paste all the material that you have ready into the document in the right section. So figures that you already have, um, perhaps some sections from a previous paper or a report, um, anything that has references and graphs from the literature that you may want to pull together. Paste everything in there. Of course, that's not what you're, those, that text and, and those things are not going to be in the final version, but they're going to help you write the, the material that you need to write. Typically, if you pull in everything there, you will need to start as well filling in the blanks of the parts that you don't have ready yet. So you do that. And if you've done that, typically you'll get about the double of the number of allowed pages. And then it's time, last step, to edit, to start cutting everything back. Perhaps walk away again from the computer, print out the mass of half-structured information that you have, and sit down with pencil and paper, or perhaps colored pencils, and start to scratch out information that you don't need condensed text, highlights in the same color, things that belong together, make the argument stronger and rewrite the sentences. Uh, finally, you also want to change the images or draw additional sketches, only the ones that are necessary to support the argument of the paper. Essentially, this is very similar to, to making sauce, right? First of all, you have your master plan stage, which is uh, perhaps similar to checking a recipe and seeing what you have in the pantry and what you need to go buy in the store. Then you're filling up stage where you're chopping everything and uh, putting everything into, the, in, in, into your saucepan. And then the editing stage is essentially where you let everything simmer and add the condiments so that you actually get to a well-tasting sauce. So with that, I have shared you some ideas on how much time it takes to write a paper, journal paper versus conference paper, what you can do to remain focused on a writing task if it's spread out over various weeks, and ultimately my 
methods that I have when you need to pull a paper together quickly in, say, two days for a conference deadline. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I'll be back next week with more on PhD life and research mechanics. Thank you so much for listening.